Welcome to the war. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are God. You are good. You love us. You are our Father. You've called us your children, sons and daughters, Lord. We're in this together. And so I thank you that anybody today who might be feeling abandoned or alone or even mad at you, Lord God, that uh, those reconciliations would happen, even as you've promised in the last days that you turn the hearts of the children towards their fathers, that you would turn the hearts of your children towards you. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross, for making that possible, for tearing down the wall, for um, erasing the handwriting of, of condemnation against us and removing the devil's claims to our life. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us wisdom and counsel. May, may, may we speak today as the oracles of God. Give our hearts some um, encouragement, joy, and cheer, peace. You said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So we need some good cheer, even though the world is being overcome right now with evil. And we thank you, Lord, for um, giving us eyes to see and ears to hear, a heart to receive the revelation of your love and truth, Lord God, that promises that you've given us throughout your word that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that when we go into these battles, Lord God, all we really have is you. Lord Jesus, and what your word promises to us. So that means we've got good angel cover. We've got your word, your protection. So guide us now as we look into this uh, book of Mark and look at the uh, discussion of the end, uh, the end of the age, Father God. Uh, Give us your wisdom. and Do not let Satan snatch any of these things out of our minds and hearts. Purify, cleanse, deliver. Let the revelation of Jesus Christ come to us. Amen. Amen. Hey, Amen. hey, 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 here we are again. Well, here we are at the, someone wrote a book years ago, here we are at the end of the age. Well. And, and we're we're he, we're still here. This mm-hmm. is the end of, not the end of all creation, but it's the end of this age, this, this present age. This present darkness. This present <laughs> darkness, this present actually evil age. Very evil. Is, but if you get that, if you understand that, that this, that this is a war, if you really put your life in context of a spiritual war, it's going to make a lot more sense to you, and it's not going to be so overwhelming and frustrating and aggravating because this all that we see out here now is going to pass away. All things are going to become new, but we have to go through the, uh, you know, it's like the caterpillar and the butterfly. You have to go through the, the tomb or the chrysalis or whatever before this wonderful transformation of eternal life happens. So this... This this world is not a cruise ship; it's a battleship. Correct. So sometimes people, you know, yeah. have the idea that well, this world is for me to have fun. Mm-hmm. And, they're and they're, they're trying to set their deck chairs out on, on the on the deck of on the, the battleship on, yeah. and get some sun, and it's just not working very yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the it, it's a cruise. It's not a. It's well, like you just ship. said it, yeah. It's not a cruise ship. So, <laughs> so get your mind re- readjusted. Readjusted to the fact that, yes, there are many very wonderful things about life and creation. And good things. And good things. And friendships. Jesus has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly, mm-hmm. but it's in the midst of intensifying, ever-intensifying conflict. It's gone on. The war has been going on since actually before the creation of mankind. Right. There was a war in the right. heavenlies mm-hmm. where the enemies, uh, Satan, who was Lucifer, the uh, 
worship leader of heaven, yeah. got the idea. He says, I want to be God. Mm-hmm. He's all the attention that was coming to God. He says, I want this attention. Yeah. And this is what I, this is the way I'm going to go. And well, he they exalted were just, himself, think... himself against God and says, you know, this is not going to work. A rebellion, cast him down, cast him out. And uh, he's been defiling and coming against God. Mm-hmm. He He will not ultimately prevail. Mm-hmm. But the way he gets at God is to, to, to attack mm-hmm. and assault the cre- the highest creation of God, which is human, human beings. We're his major competition, It's just like actually. if someone <laughs> wants to really get to you, get to you, they huh. will attack the children that you love and care about. Yeah, exactly. And so, that's kind of what we talked about last time, re- yeah. leading into today's, leading, leading was, into- was he was talking about brother being turned against brother and father against mm-hmm. a child. You know, and I, I think the most di- distressing of all of the signs is not so much the earthquakes and the uh, whatever. Wars and rumors. And all that's They're horrible. Bad. And, and, and you know what? The bloodshed is just, just in. Calculable. There's so much war, bloodshed, pain, misery, death, destruction, ripping. But but going back to the thought, Satan, Lucifer, considers us human beings his hated arch enemies because we took his place, or maybe we we were elevated above his place because actually the angels were called the sons of God, and and we are now now we are getting to be called the sons the sons and daughters of the Most High God. And through faith in Jesus Through Christ. faith in Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. And so no. that becomes his, we are his target. And that's why he divides <clears throat> families, sets up wars. And so be encouraged, please. Don't just get in this tunnel vision, vision in your life where everything's bad, nothing's working, little things are going wrong. Uh, look at the bigger picture, please. For your own sake, do that. Put God in that picture and understand that this war is God's war. And that you are, you know, he is committed to keeping us. We are his workmanship. We are, we're in the labor pains. It's like, uh, you know, a woman that's having a baby. They go through the labor pains and it's very painful. It's very hard, you know, but the result is the baby. Mm-hmm. The re- result is the joy that a child is being born. And so a lot of us, you know, we're in those labor pains right now. Mm-hmm. We're in those, a, a time of, of, of sorrows, a time mm-hmm. of, of uh, difficulty, and, and Jesus said in these verses before what we're going to start at verse fourteen here today mm-hmm. in Mark chapter thirteen, that He said there's going to be one of the things there's going to be there's going to be legal, religious, and political opposition or persecution. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that all over the world. Absolutely, we see a good thing here though is that gospel. He says this gospel of the kingdom, mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ. The true gospel of Jesus Christ, the it's one who, preached, who Christ yeah. has come, Christ has uh, come, he's ministered, he's loved, he's taught, he, he went to the cross, he died, he rose again, he ascended to the right hand of the Father, he's there, sent the Holy Spirit, and he's going to return in power and great glory one of these days. So this gospel of the kingdom is going to be spread throughout the world, mm-hmm. despite Despite, in despite, shall we say, or in the midst of all the demonic opposition oh. and chaos, mm-hmm. all through the world, we can say it right now, the gospel of Jesus Christ is being preached and spread throughout the world. And, and many uh, yeah. are, are giving their, their lives. They're, they're losing their physical lives, but they're saving their spiritual lives. And, <laughs> they're yeah. being persecuted, hunted down, um, right. the persecution, ost- ostracized, yeah. killed, tortured. And, and that's that's just a fact. You, don't, you may not hear about it much, 
on on you know they keep regular us very media. isolated. They, they keep us very, very isolated. isolated. We yeah. might be totally shocked if we really knew what was going on in the rest of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so manipulated and contrived to keep uh, us in a stupor in the United States to keep us in a, in their own demonic narrative of everything is fine so that no one will stand up and say, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like we're being cooked like the frog in the kettle, but you only turn well, it up two or three degrees at a time the, and the frog gets too lazy to jump out. And right, the, and, and the righteous, righteousness is under assault. Truth is under Always assault. Always has been. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. And we because the God it. of this world hates turn truth. Turn on your TV. Mm-hmm. Turn on your computer, maybe turn off your TV. Yeah. Uh, that would be a good thing. But yes, look that at would be a good thing. And, you, and you, you have to get some alternative news to find out what's really going on, and you really have to be careful of that too. But uh, it, it's there, everything in our like, yeah. entertainment, in, in our, even um, our, our churches, our educational institutions, our political process, our political fights and mm-hmm. attacks, it's all attacks against truth and righteousness. Absolutely. That's totally so what they're those after. That, and many times those that are supposed to be representatives and advocates of truth and righteousness, such as, uh, you know, education, you know, what we say, uh-huh. religion, government, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be advocating truth, but mm-hmm. we're not advocating truth, we're advocating uh, lies. But, and, and you, you can look at verse 14, there's a time coming mm-hmm. There's going to be a time of great tribulation. Now, there's been tribulation throughout or the, trouble attack yeah. throughout the ages. Mm-hmm. So the the uh, the those that are evil persecute the righteous because they're the evil the, because, because they're, they're righteous. Yeah, because the evil deeds, evil people are going to do evil deeds, mm-hmm. and righteous people are going to do righteous deeds. So, but he says here. So when you see the abomination, Mark thirteen fourteen. So when you see the abomination of desolation. Spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not. Let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down into the house, nor enter to take anything out of his house. But let him who is in the field not go back to take his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days. Mm -hmm. And pray that your flight may not be in winter. For then, for in those days there will be tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the creation, which God created until this time, nor ever shall be. And unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he chose, he shortened the days. Now, it's interesting here, this abomination of desolation and and Margie, maybe yeah, could, if you could turn that. to eight thirteen. Can you, can you mm-hmm. turn to j- chapter? Yeah, I got uh, it. And Daniel eight thirteen. Yeah, and then and also there's other verses here. But when I heard a holy one speaking, and another holy one said to the certain one who was speaking, "How long will the vision be concerning the daily sacrifices and the transgression of desolation, the giving of both the the sanctuary and the host to be trampled underfoot?" And he said to me, for 2,300 days, then the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So there, there was a, a, already a promise, a prophecy, if you will, uh, of this given to Daniel by the angel, that there would be, this would be one of the signs, one of the specific signs of, you know, the vision had, he had been given was hundreds of years, um, thousands now of years before it actually transpired. And so... 
um, there was to be some clues along the way. Mm-hmm. Well, there, yeah, clues along the way here. Now, the abomination of desolation. Abomination is something that is desolate. I mean, that that abomination is something that is despicable, hateful, contemptible, contemptible, mm-hmm. just absolutely defiling, disdaining. Yeah, abomination of desolation. And it talks about in Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty-six. Then after the 62 weeks, Messiah himself shall be cut off, but not for himself and the people of the prince who, who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The prince who is and to the, come. The prince who is to come. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war. Desolations are determined. Um, and so, uh, so I'll just read verse 27 here also. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. Okay, that's like seven years. Mm-hmm. Right? But in the middle of the week, after three and a half years, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. We'll talk a little bit more about that sacrifice and offering in a moment. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate. Okay, abomination of desolation. Here it says the abominations shall be one who makes desolate even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Now, interesting, There was there's a reference here, in part, to the desecration of the Jewish temple by God's enemies. So, so in, sometimes in prophetic scriptures, there is a partial fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at a certain time in history, but it's not the complete fulfillment. Mm-hmm. It's like the first installment of mm-hmm. the fulfilled, you know, mm-hmm. of the prophecy. Sure. So in 597 BC, Nebuchadnezzar looted the temple. This is the Jewish temple uh, built by Solomon in the uh, in Jerusalem, and took uh, the captives there, the people, the Judean people, mm-hmm. captive into the Babylon. Hebrews, yeah. So he looted the temple. All right. Is this when Daniel was taken captive as well? Yes. So Daniel, this Nebuchadnezzar was probably the same Nebuchadnezzar that Daniel served, coming over there as a young man. And so Nebuchadnezzar, and that's where those vessels came from. Remember the golden goblets that Mm -hmm. Darius was drinking out of? Yeah. Uh, And those were, I think, Nebuchadnezzar's son. So, right. So, right. So, so interesting. Yeah, Belshazzar. Belshazzar, sorry. Yeah, Belshazzar. Darius was the next one after Belshazzar, sorry. Yeah. Darius the Mede, because mm-hmm. yeah, right. Medes and Persians took overtook. The, yeah, uh, get Babylon. my history straight here. But it's interesting, you know. Daniel is writing this. Okay, um, he he's <laughs> see this this first looting of the temple had already happened. Right, right. So, 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 so done he's, it himself. But when that, he's writing about this, this is one of the times that the temple was desecrated. And then in and in one in one sixty eight BC, Antiochus Epiphanes. So, just a so getting we're getting guy. closer to the to the coming of Jesus because these numbers get smaller as we get right, right before Christ. So this is what Daniel in part is writing about, like we read in Daniel nine twenty six and twenty seven. He sacrificed a pig on the altar of God. Now, uh, a swine was considered an unclean animal. animal. Mm-hmm. And so this was this was like... Defiling it. Defiled defiling the whole it. altar so Sacrilite. it was unclean yeah. now. To, to Zeus, a pagan god. Yep. 
What is he, the god of what? He's thunder? the god of gods. Well, I guess. He's god one of the of top gods. <laughs> one of the top G, small G-O-D-S, demon oh. gods. And then if you read in Daniel 11, 30 through 31, it says there, okay. for ships. 30. Um, for ships from Cyrus... Shall, Cyprus shall come against him. Therefore, he shall be grieved and return in rage against the Holy Covenant and do damage. So he shall return and show regard for those who forsake the Holy Covenant. The forces shall be mustered by him, and they shall defile the sanctuary fortress. At that, Then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there the abomination of desolation. Abomination of desolation. So, Sir, same phrase Jesus used. They'll take away the daily sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting. Another thing, too. Who is this that they're talking about? This guy. Is this one to come? Is this the Antichrist they're talking about here? Or is this the... Um, well, it could be, the, again, a partial fulfillment, fulfillment here, that what we're seeing. Now, in 70 AD, the Roman general Titus... You know, when he came and destroyed the temple, it was the city of Jerusalem, Herod's temple. Right. He placed an idol on the site of the burned-out Herodian temple after the destruction of Jerusalem. So he put an idol there. So this was like Hmm. an abomination Hmm. of desolation as well. Uh, You know, so, but there is, so in a sense, you could say, yes... If you look at verse 31, take away the daily sacrifices and place their abomination, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the abomination of desolation. So this, all these All that these, happened these there as well. So yes. 7 BC, 168 BC, mm-hmm. 70 AD. Mm-hmm. Th- these are all preliminary, but... So these are like every, every time the temple signs. is destroyed, um, there was some abomination, there was some destruction... The first temple, okay, if I'm getting this right now. So Solomon built the first temple. The first temple was defiled by, what's his, Antioch Epiphanes? Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, sorry. And so he did the first temple with taking, and he took all the vessels away and brought them, drug them back to Babylon. The second defilement was Antioch. Antiochus Epiphanes. Right, and he came and did the sacrifice of the pig to Zeus. And then in 70 AD, the third temple, or the second temple, the one that Herod built right. was torn down, was torn down, burned down, and then uh, the general, the Roman general, put the idol on the site of the burned out off yep. uh, temple. Yep. So this, these were all, in a sense, abominations of desolation. Defiling. And isn't it interesting? We just talk about this: the sacred, sacred, most sacred spot in all the earth. You would think the holy right. temple, the, the 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 structure dedicated to the presence of God, dedicated to the habitation of God. Of course, the tabernacle in the wilderness was mobile, and that would follow the people through the wilderness. And so that was kind of cool. Um, they had a building on wheels. But this one, this solid building, uh, which you think would be uh, invincible, the most sacred, holy, protected, well-protected by God, sight on earth, has been trashed and trampled and burned and defiled and desolated and desecrated, well, and God didn't do anything about it. Well, what, what happened? What happened? What brought about the destruction? Uh, that came through the Babylonians and Nebuchadnezzar in 597 or Antiochus Epiphanes and so forth and 70 AD, that the people of God, who were supposed to be the people of God, called to be the people of God, had turned so far from him. They had gone into idolatry 
They had lived, lived hedonism, ab- paganism, abominable. They had really mm-hmm. defiled, forsaken the temple of God. They had forsaken God. So this was this was a uh, a judgment of God, a consequence of of, of their turning away mm-hmm. from Him. Now, but 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 I'm back to my my statement. You know, we think that well, surely God would act at this point. God would say something at this point. God would take action at this point. For crying out loud, what's it take to get God to do something around here? And and yet he just let this thing go and go and go and go and go. He didn't. He he really can't be accused of interfering um, in in the in the plans of men. I mean, he really has given us a free will to go to the nth degree of whatever it is we want to go to. But ultimately, ultimately, that will all suddenly and forever cease when God. You know, God has told us what the plan is going to be all along. It's like he is in control. He's got the plan. He is the plan. He's got the plan. And so it's it's all in his word. But people say, well, that's that's old, flat, old fashioned. That's useless. That's worthless. That doesn't is not relevant anymore. We don't need to listen to God. Where is he anyway? You know, we can do it ourselves. We've gotten technology now and we're all set to go and we don't need anything. We really don't even need ourselves. We, we just want to do what we want to do and but really we're being taken over by satan and we're becoming his puppets go ahead here's what here's how god summarizes this in in second chronicles chapter 36 beginning with verse 15 okay mm-hmm. uh well let's let's see here chapter uh, 6 verse uh, verse uh, second chronicles 14 okay 14 all right uh, of chapter 26. Moreover, all the leaders of the priests and the people transgressed more and more according to all the abominations of the nations and defiled the house of the Lord, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. So these people, in a sense, they were the abomination of desolation, in a sense, mm-hmm. because they had already defiled the temple mm-hmm. of, of God, right? And the Lord, verse 15, and the Lord God of their fathers sent warnings to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending them, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. Mm-hmm. But they mocked the messengers of God, despised his words, and scoffed at his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people till there was no remedy. And it says, therefore he brought against them the kings of the Chaldeans, that would be Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. Chaldeans were... You know, who killed their young the, men. Who killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary and had no compassion on young man or virgin, on the aged or the weak, he gave them all into his hands. And, and all, all the, the articles, articles yeah, from the house of God, verse. great and small, the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the house uh, of the kings and of his leaders, all of these he took to Babylon. And then they burned the house of God, broke down the walls of Jerusalem, burned all of its palaces with fire, and destroyed all, destroyed all of its so, precious so, possessions. So this is this, this was is, the utter destru- destruction. And isn't this interesting? Because as you process this and go through this this drama with God, God's his 
here, his end result desire is to bring forth the head crusher, to bring forth Jesus Christ out of the seed of the woman. And and that promise was made in Genesis chapter 3, verse, I think it's 16. I will put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. War was going to be declared, was declared between the mm-hmm. seed of the woman, which mm-hmm. is human beings, and the seed of, of Satan, which is the transhumans and the crosshumans and the hybridized offspring and demons and everything else that he came up with. That now, But anyway... So in all of this, you know, being led away from God, the people of God being enticed, seduced, deceived uh, into paganism, into believing lies, into marrying heathen wives, blah, 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 it all reduced down to this debauchery, this, this alienation, this degeneration. And yet, and yet, the heath, there's no mercy on the young men and the, are on the virgins. People are consumed and burned the temple, blah, blah, blah. It's all horrible, done, done. It's over, it's over, it's over. And yet, out of this... God's himself pulled out three or four young men, plus a few other people, I'm sure, and placed them right in Nebuchadnezzar's house, which means out of all of this devil devil worship, devil devil stuff, desolation, demolition, (laughs) demolishment, I don't care what you go, the the destruction, out of all of that, God always preserves a tiny, tiny remnant, just like a seed, like Noah, just a little seed, just one or two or eight souls. That's it. We'll, we'll start out. He is so um, amazing in what he can do with so so little. But so he brought the, and he was keeping alive that promise. And it's interesting too, that this temple um, stayed destroyed until about maybe 10, 12 years before Jesus was born. And then God put the notion in the ha- in the heart of a very wicked, evil, murderous king, one of the worst, Herod, to build, to a, build temple. a temple. Yeah. So don't tell me God isn't got things going on here. But nonetheless, for all those years, you've got Mary, you've got Joseph, you've got Elizabeth, you've got John the Baptist, you've got all these righteous people who just trudge along, just barely, I suppose, holding on to hope. Uh, you know, there's still the promise. We don't think it's come yet. It's We've been nothing but smashed and crushed our whole journey of this this people, this Hebrew people, from the time they got out of Egypt, from the time of Abraham, to the time of Egypt, to the time of Moses, to the time of all this crushing, 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 crushing. You know, there was a couple of bright spots in there with, with Joshua and Jericho and stuff like that. But these people, as a people, are just being hounded by hate, by Satan. Yeah. And they could have come become absolutely, I'm sure they were absolutely weary beyond words. Yeah. Well, hopeless, sad whatever. And yet, God is still coming forward with his promise. Yes. And and we have to keep in mind here, too, with all this judgment that has come. In in 2 Chronicles 36, uh, 15, he had compassion because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. He sent them warning. So God is faithful to send warning Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and god is because he loves i mean if you love your children uh as a parent you will warn them about certain things now they may listen to you they may not listen to you Mm -hmm. because why you don't want them hurt you don't want them destroyed you want you don't want them to wreck their lives and but you give them the opportunity they can listen to you and they can follow what you say or they don't have to and you don't have have to either you don't yeah. have to listen to God if you don't want to, but I tell you what, the options aren't good on the other side yeah, of that. Exactly. No. So, but the thing is, the, the the war, this big war, this big history that we're looking at, and you know the word history goes, his, H-I-S, story. This is all about his story. 
as he comes to redeem mankind. Isn't that why they funny why they use the word history like that? But anyway, it's his story. He's 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 going to fulfill his promise. It doesn't matter what the devil does to try to destroy, annihilate, cut to pieces, blow into the wind. It doesn't matter because God is God, and and it will be done as God says. And so to know that you are on God's side and that God is the one in control helps us to think and realize that this is not over, even when it looks looks over. It looks over, over, over. It looks dead, 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 gone, done, no more hope. In your life, there's still hope because there's still God and there's still you and God is still in you. So there is, it's not all is lost like the devil wants you to believe. He wants us to go into that immediate, you know, dismay, downcast, desolation. There's no hope for me, but there's no hope for me outside of God, really. Yeah. With God, all things are possible. Right. Yeah. And just getting back to this temple issue that in Israel right now, as we're speaking, and for years, there's been the proper, the desire and the preparation. They have not att- had a temple since 70 A.D. Since Jesus was here. Since Isn't Jesus that amazing? was here. And he said, Jesus said, there's not one stone that's going to be laid upon another. It's a, you know, they're gonna, it's going to be just leveled. Yep. And the temple was leveled. There's still a pile of rubble. You can see the original Jerusalem stones, yeah. Today, the original stones. Well, part of it is that God is saying that, hey, this this whole temple thing is over you know the temple thing isn't it something is 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 the old covenant now the people of god those who trust jesus we are individually Mm -hmm. and as his church as his people we are the temple of the holy spirit we are the dwell very dwelling place isn't that amazing of god he said and god cannot he dwells inside of us and and god cannot be contained in a building nor can he 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 doesn't live in temples made with hands he he inhabits the 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 universe Mm -hmm. and i mean the the heaven of heavens cannot cannot contain contain him so so yet he dwells in us he dwells with those are of a humble and I think it's Isaiah 57, a humble and contrite heart. heart. And those who so will not he, despise. Heaven of, think of this. The heaven of heavens cannot contain God, yet he is pleased to dwell in a very special, intimate, powerful way in the hearts of individuals. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord mm-hmm. shall be saved. And yet and this is a treasure and a revelation that most people do not have, that Jesus Christ, by the power of his Holy Spirit, lives inside of you. And yet we take we take on all these horrible, momentous feats and tasks, and situations and dramas and terrible things on our own. We do not seem to access the, the Holy Spirit within us, who has the power, the hope, the wisdom, the counsel, His Spirit bearing witness with our spirit uh, to know that we can know what we know. We just kind of fight it out, buck it out, you know, get mad at God, kick the can down the road another day without God. It's just like we do are so blinded to the the resource that we have within us. It is just like that is probably more appalling than anything we're seeing going on outside the world. It's the appalling devastation and, and blackness, darkness, doubt that goes on inside of us. Yeah, yeah, right. So the Jewish people are looking to their preparations are... There, we're told that the the pre- vestments of the priests, the, mm-hmm. all these 
the articles of mm-hmm. the temple that they need for temple worship, the sacri- proper sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Everything has been Even put the red heifer has been found in his right. being. Right, you know, for the ashes of the red mm-hmm. heifer that were to be used for, you know... Uh, certain clean, sacrifices, clean, certain cleansing certain, things, so, yeah. All the all the rituals. old rituals. They're going to bring back the old rituals, it, just in time. And, and for yeah, just in time for the Antichrist. Just in time because, for the Antichrist. Yeah, isn't because, that amazing? So, so look- this temple is being built for the Antichrist, although they are under the illusion they're building it for the Messiah. The Messiah. They haven't yet believed that the Messiah has come the first time, so they're pl- they're preparing this temple for the Messiah. And oh, wait a minute, he came already. He was already in the temple. Back in Herod's day, and they're going to realize that. No, not not every Jewish person is unbeliever. There's many wonderful mm, people yeah, who have true. a background in Judaism that have come to believe in you know, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, Yeshua, uh, what? Yeshua Hamashiach. Yeshua Hamashiach. Jesus Christ is Lord, but as a people, but they they don't realize that they're preparing this temple. Who's going to come into the temple declaring he is God? It's going to be this Antichrist, this mm-hmm. man of sin, this beast that's rising up out that's of the sea. That's going to look like he's going to look like a good guy, a good guy, a savior, and, and the world, the bringer of peace. And the world religious leaders are going mm-hmm. to say, "This is the guy you need to worship." And I just heard the uh, Pope uh, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. declaring that we need a man we need a world leader mm-hmm. who will through the united nations will just bring leadership and peace to the world so mm-hmm. so the very the pope the 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 head of the catholic church the has spiritual de- one of the spiritual leaders of the say, world is basically calling forth the anti- calling for, for yeah the antichrist to mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. now i know whoa, whoa, whoa. there's a lot of good catholic people who are under the covering of the pope and the catholic church but i'm going to tell you something um it doesn't matter if you're catholic lutheran assembly of god pentecostal uh shirt tail clothesline holiness cult it doesn't matter what you are uh, mormon all that that don't allow any of those things to become your covering. Your covering is Jesus Christ. And if those denominations, the places you choose and how you choose to worship, are not in accordance with the Word of God, if they kind of go astray, they kind of make up their own rules here and there, I would say the Bible says, come out from among them, be separate, touch not the unclean thing. The more intense and scrutinizing this thing becomes, the more narrow the way becomes, the more these things are not going to serve you well. Um, as it is right now, Paul had to say, you know, I'm on a little tangent here, but Paul says, you know, that a lot of times the gospel was being preached even back then through pretense and and self-ambition. And we see that very same thing today. And Paul says, what shall I do about that? He says, well, he says, in everything I'm going to rejoice and thank God that the gospel is being preached. But much of what we have believed about the gospel and and the gospel that's been preached throughout the whole world has been, it's been uh, the, the seed uh, has been the seed bag. Let's put it that way. In, in the old days, you had a bag of seeds, whether it's oats or corn or whatever, mm-hmm. and you'd go out with your hand and you'd scatter it over your plowed, prepared soil, and you'd just scatter the seeds, and then they'd lay there, and then they'd hopefully they wouldn't get eaten by the birds, and often they would. But sometimes, but but what happened with the seed bag is it was there was wicked, rotten weed seeds thrown in with the good seeds. And when you Tears. throw that hand here, yeah, well, and when you throw that handful of seeds out there, that gospel is being spread, but so is all the poison along with it. And so 
the good seed is still going to be the good seed. It's not going to be a bad seed because it's been mingled with the tares. But the, the, the harvest is going to look like a mess. And that's what we got right now. I wonder uh, if, if Paul would say the same thing today if he were here. I'm sure he would because he told us to do it. When he wrote it back then, it was for us as well. So I believe yeah. we're going to follow the same the, the directions. Thing is, it's, it's interesting. What are you going to do about it anyway? Right. It's that the thing is Christ preached, but because there are, he, he said in the last days there would be false Christs and oh, false we got that. prophets that, that are, are rising up and deceiving many. And oh, so in the last days, it was the last days started 2,000 years ago because they said soon, he's going to come back soon. And if they're saying soon and very soon and all that stuff. We're still in the soon, and the soon is uh, a lot of things have happened in the last two thousand years. Here's the deal: this Antichrist, who seems to be going to be this world peacemaker, mm-hmm. he's like, wow, he's the guy we're looking for a leader. He's our man. You know what? He cannot if be he a can't human. Do it, nobody can. He cannot be a human. There's not one human being that has enough wherewithal to pull all the other seven billion human beings on the earth into one agreement. There's not it, because there's too many minds and too many opinions and too many. Well, just look at all the division we have now. We have world leaders and we have the world, their countries absolutely splitting apart and rioting everywhere because Satan doesn't want, he doesn't want that kind of unity. He doesn't want that kind of all of us coming together in love and, and, and unity. He wants a unity that comes through coercion. It's called intimidation, force, uh, in, uh, you know, imprisonment, whatever you want to call it, enslavement. That's the kind of unity he wants. He wants the unity of a plantation where everybody is slaves to the master, whoever that master is, and they do what they're told, and their resources are being stolen. Their lives are being used and consumed and controlled by the by the, the head guy. But the head guy is cannot be human. The Antichrist cannot be a human. He will have a human body. He will look human. He may have been born of a human woman, but something has been done to him um, where he has been transfused or transposed or transformed or something, mm-hmm. and the enemy, Satan, will enter him. Satan will be running. This is the only power that will be big enough, uh, comprehensive enough to, to pull, pull the off. world, to, to pull, pull it off. off. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to be a man. So it's, but, it, it, but it may it be a world like leader a that we already have on deck. He may be warming up in, the, in, the, um, in front of the, uh, the dugout. I don't know. He's, he's, he's here. He has to be here. He's not going to be, you know, he's got to grow up somehow, get from small to big. I don't think he was just dropped down here by an alien spaceship. Um, so I believe he's going to be, you know, well, he's going to be well established. And right now, the world system with its 13 wonderful, powerful global families, the whatever they all are, you know, they think they've got this all sewed up. They meet, they they plan, they they predict, they they through they orchestrate they uh, the devil Satan he tells us ahead of time what he's going to do and then we don't disagree with him and then he does it so that is his he takes that as his permission to go ahead and do it he's got this all lined up you can go read it if you want to get into it uh, he's got it all prophesied out through his whatever they are those cards that they read and play whatever the they have but. Uh, the Illuminati sonic cards yeah Illuminati or, there or whatever you go. it is yeah but but was... the thing is I don't care I don't care what they do. It does not matter. They can go ahead and do their very best. It doesn't matter. God is prepared for all of it. He already knew it was going to happen, and he's got it all under control. So everybody's going to think, I mean, the world is going to wonder after this guy. It's like, whoa. Especially sucked up, those, sucked who, in. those who mm-hmm. do not have the mark of God on them. Yeah, Those that's who right. do not trust the Lord God, Jesus, and really know him. Speaking of that, you better get your be... mark of God on you now. It's time. Yeah. How do you get the mark of God on you? 
Well, you give your life fully to Jesus Christ. Yes, he sealed those that were his. That's one of the, also in the book of Revelation. He'll seal you on your forehead. Mm-hmm. And in, in your I don't heart. think it's and like a lightning bolt or anything no. you're going to see, but you're going to. But God knows those who are His, and His sealed by the Holy Spirit. And we're Holy, recognized. The Holy Spirit is the seal, right? The Holy Spirit within you. Mm-hmm. But is, He's, he's we and so we're recognized by by hell and by heaven. We yeah. are recognized. They know that you know. You know, even the witches can can detect auras of people and understand if they're good or evil, even at a distance, mm-hmm. because they got their little radar up. I think Christians are pretty much a radar is disconnected for the most part. They don't seem to walk in anything without being oblivious to it. But that's just a an aside. But the thing is, we are known to God. God knows where you are at all times in the deepest depth of the sorrow and the pain. And a lot of our, our suffering is uh, waiting, waiting, enduring. Some of it is also, uh, you know, injustices, uh, com- complete um, cutting off accusations, practices of witchcraft, sicknesses, all these kinds of things, afflictions. They're all put on the believer Satan, however, if, as you ever notice, there's demonic blessings. Satan does not seem to hurt his people yet for now. I mean, he lets them charge their charge cards up to the limit, and he doesn't, you know, charge a lot of interest. He, he lets them walk deep, deep, deep into the hole before he slams the door shut. So he blesses. You know, the wicked people live a long time for the most part, and they seem to have nice lives. And the, the Psalms are full of that sort of thing. Um Fret not because of evildoers, blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's just every, you know, go ahead and read the Psalms. You should be reading the Bible. If you're sealed by God, the next thing you need to do is eat your food. And that means eat the Word of God. Don't rely on some preacher. I don't, oh, and get away from those TV preachers for crying out loud. Please do yourself a favor and do your homework. Check out their lifestyles. Check out the fruit of their lives. And then decide, okay? Don't just believe what they say. Because most of them are preaching half a gospel, a portion of the gospel. And they're preaching it for greedy gain. They're preaching it to get your money. They don't care a rip about you. They they, they care about their $9 million uh, estates and blah 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 and their jets and this and that. No, that I mean, these people true. are not God's people. They are not God's prophets. I don't care if they call themselves an apostle or a prophet. You can name yourself anything if you want, the Queen of Sheba if you want. But that doesn't make you that. And if people are gullible and stupid enough to believe that, what in the world's wrong with you to listen to that? To be so pulled into that you have a spirit of gullibility on you, and you need to ask God to give you wisdom. And to remove that spirit of just because it's going to pull you, that stupidity is going to pull you right headlong into the end of the world, into the end of the age, into the the jaws of the grip of the terrible one. If you if you're not get sealed and get smart, get sealed by the Holy Spirit, get into the word of God, get smart, read it, read it. Let the Holy Spirit become your teacher. Make that your priority in life. Not how you're going to spend your summer vacation. If you've got time on your hands to go and rest somewhere, take your Bible. Take take a, a, a piece of paper and write down what God is, so, is showing to you and sowing in your heart and, show, and sharing with you. It's time to grow up. Okay. Do we like that? We do like that. We do like that. That's really important. And talking about gullibility, uh-huh. you know, these people are going to just think that, well, what's, what's going to happen? Just... Briefly, what is having the, the people are going to think? Okay, this man is is so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. He's bringing peace Shrewd, to the Middle East. Clever, sign flattering. A, a peace at last. Mm-hmm. People have been looking for peace in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East. Tried to do it through the UN, through negotiators, 
through presidents coming there, meeting, meeting at Camp David, meeting here, meeting there, and trying to figure it out how to get, you know, a one-state, two-state deal. He's going to have the solution to this, well, he, yeah. it seems like. And wow, who is the guy? And the Jewish people, for the most part, are going to think, the Messiah has come. Well, let me See, read a little description just about at, him. at yeah. the time of Jesus, what happened? They were looking for a political Messiah mm-hmm. that will free them from the grip of the Romans. Mm-hmm. And now they're still, in a sense, looking for a political Messiah. Have not learned the first time. Well, I think, though, Israel nowadays, they finally got back into their land. They dug their feet in. God's blessing and protecting them. And they kind of think they're their own Messiah for some. Maybe maybe they're waiting for the Messiah. They're holding the fort. I don't know what they're doing. But you notice Israel is totally still super blessed by God. I mean, they may be, you know, not knowing him quite in his fullness yet. But I tell you what. You don't mess with that little country size of New Jersey. Exactly. And amazing. But anyway, here's some more about the Antichrist, Daniel chapter 9. Um, uh, ta, 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 okay, verse 23. At the latter times of their kingdom, when the transgressor, transgressors have reached their fullness, a king shall arise. So the, there has to be a, a, the filling of the cup. The cup is full before it runs over. And this cup of transgressions and wickedness and injustice and, crit, and, bitter, and bitter abominations... When it gets full, it runs over, and we're getting there. The transgression, when it's reached its fullness, a king shall arise, having fierce features uh, or countenance, who shall understand sinister schemes. He's going to be hooked in with the occult knowledge, the secret knowledge, the hidden things. That he's going to be hooked up with hell. He's going to be, you know, a, a direct line from Satan to him or whatever. Um, he's going to be a, a puppet, a robot uh, from hell who understands sinister schemes. His power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He's not going to be, he's going to be empowered. He's going to be backed up. He's going to have a power generating source that's backing him up. He shall destroy fearfully, um, extraordinarily. He's going to do, I don't think it's going to be just what we think in terms of fearful, uh, in terms of like bombs and uh, rockets and missiles and that kind of destruction. It's, It's going to be a more of an internal deteriorating of the the actually the big war the battlefield for this this whole war is not where you might think yeah it's going to end up in armageddon on the the plains of megiddo but the real battle is inside of your body it is inside of you and you are there the sinister schemes are there to to control you uh through the media and destroy you through the food you eat and through the things you partake in please your temple is sacred and holy please be kind to yourself and, and aware of what you put into your body. Now we're not going to go over the edge of that and be OCD about everything and, 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 and you know, beyond reasonable. But at the same time, it's amazing how we, we don't realize the sinister schemes. I'm still reading. Uh, destroy many. He shall destroy fearfully and shall prosper and thrive. Nobody's going to stop this guy. He is going to go forward. He's going to be promoted. He's going to be applauded. He's going to be put on the big uh, jumbotrons. He's going to be seen everywhere all over the world. He's going to get all kinds of fake media news coverage. He's going to be exalted in the news, in the media. This is a, this truly, this generation of fake everything is here, people. It's not just the news. It's fake churches, fake fake news, fake people, fake uh, food, churches, churches, fake food. <laughs> churches will, churches will enthusiastically support this guy. Oh, absolutely! They already are. They already have. They already turned this yeah. way. Many of our big churches that you you may you absolutely know the names. You've re, you've sung their songs. You've worshipped and, and bought their albums. Are the the forefront of what he is infiltrating right now. And you need to open your eyes in the name of Jesus. So. He shall destroy fearfully and shall prosper and thrive. He shall destroy the mighty and also the holy people. 
the people of Israel, the people of God, the holy people, the church of Jesus Christ. He's going to destroy them. Through his cunning, he shall cause deceit to prosper under his hand. Look at all the deception. Look at all the lying. We call it the, the snake pit or the swamp, uh, the deep state. We call it all that stuff. That's been there forever, people. That's not just a new discovery. It's been rotting underneath your feet forever and a day. People behind your back just selling us out, um, betraying us, treachery, treason, all over. And, this, and it's amazing that this nation is still here with all that Satan has tried to do to destroy the righteous, the goodness of this country with a division, with hatred, hostility. And if you're still in those parties and groups of people who are doing and practicing that which is an abomination to God for your own sake and eternal life, get get out. out. Get out. We're saying get out. You have no excuses except stupidity and blindness. You still have a free will. You don't have to go along with that. You know what's an abomination. It's been written in your own spirit by God What's right and wrong, murdering, abortions, uh, those things are absolutely an abomination to God. And you know that. You know that. And the people who promote hatred and double standards and hypocrisy, all of that stuff, you, for your own sake, don't side with evil. Liars listen to liars. Are you a liar? If you're not a liar, don't listen to the liars anymore. He says, he shall cause deceit to prosper under his hand. He shall magnify himself in his heart. Just like Satan did in the first, I can be God. I can walk on the sides of the north. I will be as God. He shall destroy many in their prosperity. Here's another problem. Prosperity is not always a blessing. People get so comfortable. The rich are so secure and, and in their yachts and in their fine homes and in their luxury and in their, you know, more than they, more than they can possibly ever eat, use, look at, or see. And the people on the edges are absolutely like your Lazarus. And the rich man, they can't, they can't even have two pennies to rub together to hope that they can find something to begin their life over with. It is the, the devastation of the financial uh, division and is, is amazing, is, is terrifying, actually. He will magnify himself in his heart. He will destroy many in their prosperity and shall even rise up against the prince of princes, which is Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ yes. But he shall be broken without a human hand. There's not a war, not a weapon, not a missile. Not, not that's going to destroy him. What's going to destroy him? The breath of God's mouth. Mm-hmm. The breath of God's mouth. Now, which side do you want to be on, people? Think about it. You need to think about this today. You've been thinking about mulling over, worrying about the stu- stupid, most min- minimal, min- mis- I can't even talk. <laughs> Thank you. Little mm. things that don't matter and won't matter five minutes from now or five years from now. It will not matter. It will not matter. If you have the right dress for the wedding or not, it will not matter. What will matter five years from now is what you will do with this day, mm-hmm. what you will do with this moment. If you want to have a happy, uh, a nice past and a happy future, then live today, this moment, this second, according to the fullness God has intended for it in you. Do that, and you'll have a nice future and a nice past to think about. Otherwise, you're going to have nothing but the devil's tempt- tempting you to be regretful, and um, fearful, anxious for the future, and regretful for the past. You have only one life to live. Well, what's what's going on right now is there's two kinds of preparations going on. Mm-hmm. There's a preparation for the Antichrist, the in, in place of Christ, this and the, world and the, dictator, yeah. this one world, one world system, new world order. Mm-hmm. It it can come off. Uh, as the you know climate change, and basically it's a front for the new world order. It mm-hmm. comes comes in you know uh, 
to unify know, the, or, the know, world. Con- from confiscation of guns to... Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the same thing. It's all the same. Agenda. The agenda. The to destroy human gen- life. Agenda, yeah. There's two preparations, one for the Antichrist and one for the return of Jesus Christ. There's, they're both coming. They're and, both and, coming. And here's what's coming. He says, for in those days, uh, Mark thirteen nineteen, there will be tribulation. Such as has such as has not been since the beginning of the creation, which God created until this time, nor ever shall be. And it says, unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh, no human beings would be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom He chose, He has shortened the days. So now, you have, to, if you look at the judgments, the uh, the judgments that we see in the book of of Revelation, there's the uh, the the bowl judgments. There's the we can go into what, that. What are the other judge? We're not going to go into yeah. all that today. It's too much. But there's uh, there's there's the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The trumpets, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the vials, the bowls, the every, vials, the bowl, yeah, the blasts, the, the the woes. It's all there. All, all it's right there. I mean, it's plain to see. Uh, and all these things, the fall of Babylon, the fall of this whole It's all going to come down. Says, it's all mm-hmm. coming down, folks. Mm-hmm. Read the book of Revelation. People say, well, you can't understand the book of Revelation. It's Ask too confusing. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And, and, and pastors, well, it's so controversial. We don't even want to talk about it. What we a need lie. to talk about it because this is what's going on. This is, what, this is yeah. what's coming. Don't you guys so, all want to know the secrets? So, so the, then read the, it. The, the it's trouble, right there. <laughs> the trouble for this world I mean, the environmentalists are going to freak out because the environment basically is going mother to be Mother Earth is going mother to Mother Earth is going <laughs> not to be, your mother is going to be so destroyed mm-hmm. and defiled because why we have defiled it. Yeah. We have defiled it. Human beings have defiled it by our resistance, our following. Well, after let's Satan. ask God to forgive us right now because we've got yes. a minute left. Father God, you see what we've done with your beautiful, beautiful world. With paradise has turned into this concrete jungle where people are lost and children are trampled and babies are butchered. And God, we ask for mercy. We ask for forgiveness. We repent. We confess our sins before the Most High this day. We confess our sins of ignorance and uh, indifference uh, and self-indulgence and unbelief and doubt and uh, witchcraft and uh, self-preservation and selfishness. We, re- we confess these things that we have been sucked up into as a means to prote- protect and preserve our life. We declare these things are an abomination before the Most High. We ask that you forgive us for practicing witchcraft and hatred and violence and contempt and bitterness and murder in our hearts and adultery and perversion and, and defiling the children. We can repent and confess the, the sanctioning of pedophilia and uh, of spiritual, uh, physical, sexual abuse, rape, and violence. We repent and confess the treachery and the lies that we've indulged in and that we've uh, allowed other people in our government to indulge in. Father God, we forgive uh, them, and by, ter- and by doing that, we turn the judgment of these people over to the Most High God in the court of heaven, that you'd have mercy upon whom you can, you can have mercy upon and judge those that need to be judged, Lord God, that you would bring mercy uh, upon the young ones, the little ones, those who have no chance and had no chance, Lord God, that you would 
uh, act on behalf of your remnant, your people, that you'd call forth many out of darkness, that those who are hearing today would be encouraged, Lord God, in their lives, Lord God, to put forth, uh, give them courage to put forth the truth, to stand in the truth, to declare and, and, and cry out for justice. We ask that the court would rule now, Lord God. You know the testimony of Jesus Christ, who's seen and, and knows and is with us in all of this. And heed our prayer, Lord God, and bring your deliverance, Father God, your protection in Jesus' name. Open our eyes. Give us the revelation of Jesus Christ that we will not be lost forever, cast into the pit of hell, Father But that is not your intention, that's not your heart, that's not where you want us to be. So we ask these things, Father, in the holy and precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. And and Lord, as, as, as the world is preparing for the Antichrist, we are preparing for the Christ. Yes, Lord, the return of Jesus Christ. The return of Jesus, the return of the Son of Man, the Son of God, the victorious King, Mm -hmm. the creator of heaven and earth. We anticipate, Lord, we Prepare ourselves. Help us to prepare ourselves. You said in your word that His bride has made Himself, herself mm-hmm. ready. So, Lord, may we be ready and anticipating Your return. Show us how to prepare, and that we will walk with You in faithfulness and grace and love and truth mm-hmm. in these days. We pray this, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, uh, our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Cause there's a war for your soul.